Welcome to Meet the Musicians, powered in part by Classic of Denton. The views and opinions expressed by the show hosts and their guests are those of the show host and guests, and not necessarily those of the sponsors, DentonRadio.com, or the Denton Convention and Visitors Bureau. For more information, visit the Policies and Procedures page at DentonRadio.com. We are here with one of my favorites, uh, great local artists that I've had the pleasure of getting to know uh, a little bit over the last few years, Stephanie Unch. Thank you so much for being hey, here. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. I'm really, so excited to be here. Really, really, really appreciate you doing this. Um, so we're going to have a, a performance from you uh, here in just a little bit. Um, but beforehand, we're going to sit down and get to know Stephanie just a little bit. What makes you tick? What got you into music? All those good things. So all these fans can meet this great musician so um so first question uh what well just give us a general rundown tell us a little bit about yourself so i started playing guitar when i was about 12 ish i had um wanted to play because my dad played and then i picked up on bass in orchestra because okay i was told oh that'll help you learn guitar and then ended <laughs> up like really loving bass okay so kind of grew up learning you know a bunch of singer songwriter stuff and like with a mix of weird classic rock yeah um from my parents and then moved to denton for school was going to unt and started doing some my roommate was like you gotta check out this open mic it was at banter yeah and um because it was like one of few like underage open mics and so i was terrified and ended up playing there and finding this phenomenal community of musicians and which is where i met you right and i was just a kind of rinky dink little songwriter (laughs) and then i I remember one day you kind of added me on to a song swap up at lsa right and yeah. I was so excited because it was my first, it was my first gig. And, um, <laughs> Are you serious? That yeah, was your first gig? That was my very first you gig. You had such swagger you at that You gave open it mic. to me. Like, I was man, like so nervous. I was always so impressed with your performance. I thought she'd been doing this forever. Okay. No, anyways, I'm sorry. Keep going. I was so scared, so terrified. And, um, but it was also like one of the coolest places to play in, in Denton. And to me still is. Yeah. And so to, to have my first like gig there was was so cool but (laughs) and anyway so from there I just kind of was lucky enough to be thrown into some other gigs other places and then kind of started branding myself as you know musician and playing other places was was fortunate enough to meet Jason Champion through Ellie uh, Meyer who was another singer songwriter and he helped me record my songs and I was able to get my first album out and once I had that, I just kind of sent it out, got my music places, and um, just, I, I remember one summer, I think it was 2014, I just spent all summer, every day, I had a gig, and that, and that was my goal, and it was cool. phenomenal, just to, like, get my music out there and get experience gigging, because there's a difference between writing songs in your bedroom yeah. And playing them for people right. and getting that criticism and finding people that, you know, love your music. And so it was just um, really a, a great time for me to kind of find myself as a musician and like playing with mm-hmm. other musicians in Denton and writing with other musicians in Denton. So, um, yeah. Yeah. 
I love it. Yeah. So would you consider yourself, Did well, did you consider yourself a writer first or a performer first? I was a writer first. Okay. I really kind of took that cliche route of, I, I was, as a kid, I wasn't very good with, and still today, <laughs> wasn't really good at, at you know, voicing fit like things mm. that I was going through. And okay. so I really kind of took to, to writing to write down thoughts and write down, you know, kind of talk myself through things that I was yeah. going through. And so I, I really started writing first and then I would pick up the guitar and kind of start, you know, thumbing through some chords mm -hmm. and stuff like that and was able to just kind of start writing a song yeah. you know and and I, I remember writing my first song and I took it to my my mom and I was like I gotta play this for you <laughs> and I remember I played it for her and her first response was you should stick to guitar <laughs> and I was like heartbroken I was like I know I'm not a good singer but did you have to say it like that I mean I was like 14 wow. maybe oh. and so i i really did i just kind of um stuck to guitar and really kind of focused on learning some stuff learning mm -hmm. mostly rhythm and 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 kind of focusing a lot on the songwriting aspect and then i just started singing i was yeah. singing every day i would sing at the top of my lungs in my car <laughs> i drove a lot as a, as a you know teenager around so i sang 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 and then um really when i started playing here i had like a decent mm -hmm. response like people really enjoyed my voice and so that was the first right. kind of like positive feedback that i had gotten like oh, okay maybe yeah you know maybe i'm not horrible but i i you know so that was kind of like an, an eye opener <laughs> when i started playing yeah. here so that's so cool. Yeah. Well, did you ever, did you, I mean, did you ever do traditional voice lessons or anything? Because I really feel like you have a great voice. No, I didn't. I, 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 st like I said, I studied bass and orchestra. So that as far as like theory and, and uh -huh. music theory, it was all orchestra, okay. you know, for bass. But as far as um, me taking voice lessons, I never did, um, which is funny because I ended up teaching at school of rock. You know, I've been there oh, okay. for almost four years teaching. Cool. So, I, and I was teaching voice lessons there. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so awesome. I, I kind of went in like with a, well, I don't know how to run a voice lesson because I've never had one, but right. here we go. So, awesome. and I ended up being, you know, one of the main voice teachers there and cool. it was awesome to be able to see these kids kind of like the same age that I was when I started mm -hmm. and it I, I like made it my goal to not like like to really motivate them versus like yeah. how I was told like you know right. you should really not you know sing <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of the other way like we're gonna work on this yeah. so um cool. yeah never I probably could benefit from some voice lessons uh, <laughs> I someday. Think you have a great I think. Voice, but <laughs> so uh, something that I've I, and I'm I'm noticing from afar, and, but I'd be really curious from your perspective because I feel like you're an artist that has not been, um, I don't know if limited is the word, but I guess categorized by a genre because one day I'll see you playing something 
on your like a like a singer songwriter kind mm-hmm. of a thing, and it's sort of bluesy and you know it's really. But then I'll see you with like a folk thing, and then you know, and so I when I first saw you, I was like, oh, okay, she's a rock performer, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I turned around and you were playing a folk song with Bone Doggy, and I was <laughs> like, she can do both. Like so, I've I've always seen you have a very eclectic. Um, performance as far as who you're playing with and all that. And I think it just goes back to your talent as a, as a, uh, somebody that can play a really good instrument. Yeah. Um, but is there a particular genre that you identify with or that you want to be in? Or do you feel like, man, I'll just play whatever I feel like playing? Um, no, okay. I, I, there, I, I love all types of music so much. And I, that's why it's really hard when people ask, oh, what kind of music do you play? Which, right. you know, I'm sure a lot of people will agree is like a hard question to answer. <laughs> yeah. But my solo stuff is it, I always try and give it kind of like a bluesy, like soulful kind yeah. of tie in, right? Because it's just me with a guitar. Right. I don't want to be, be just like a cookie cutter singer songwriter, you right. know, playing you know, the same stuff. Like I'm, I'm not as advanced on guitar as like other people. Mm. And so I really kind of tried to make up for that with my voice. Yeah. And, um, like I play bass now in Copper Root, which is a old red dirt, like folk (laughs) band, (laughs) you know, but then I also am playing bass for Flintlock Gypsy, which is like a rock blues band. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll play, I I play my like adult band of school rock, which can range from like metal to like eighties and you yeah. know everything in between. So I don't really want. And then at my solo gigs, I'll do I'll do rap covers of stuff, right? Because yeah, yeah. you know all all of that stuff is 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 the kind of music that I like to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a certain genre of music that I like to listen to. I I just like to listen to good music. Yeah. You know, it's got a yeah. good beat. It's got good lyrics. You know, I. I tend to kind of like steer towards really good vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, you know, if I kind of like vibe with the singer, then mm-hmm. I, I just kind of try and bring all that into my music. Yeah. So I don't want to, and, and I'm 25, right? So, you know, <laughs> I have so many more years to play 10 yeah. different genres, you know, right. so I don't know where I'll end up, but I really like being able to have different, you know bands to play different yeah. kind of music because each one kind of like you know scratches a different itch in a yeah, way so yeah no that's cool yeah. i like that yeah I like that. well you're i mean if somebody wanted me to describe you i mean you're you command the room like it's it's command i mean you said you want to be different than other singer songwriters and you are like when when you take the stage you're uh, oh, course grinder! <laughs> what up, brother? Uh, when you take the stage, it, people pay attention, man. You're just your music grabs people. I feel like, and I don't know if it's, I, I, it just hits on a different level. Um, and so when you're in a line with a with a group of singer songwriters like those song swaps, mm-hmm. you just always stuck out so well, uh, and we're just the one that was turning all the heads. It was just it's cool. You've got a cool thing going on, and I I like hearing. Uh, that, that it was intentional to try and separate yourself from the other arts. What made you say, okay, I want to do it bluesy or that when, when you wanted to separate yourself, what, what brought you in that direction? It wasn't really something that I put a lot of thought into. Okay. I just did it. 
and uh, and <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I I really like, and this sounds awful, but I haven't put much thought into my music and some mm-hmm. of the best songs that I've written, I've written in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Mo- most of mm-hmm. my songs that I consider, Oh, that's a good song yeah. was written in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And the way that I perform and sing is not, is really honestly not something that I've put like effort into. Yeah. I mean, like obviously I practiced my songs and I did mm-hmm. that a lot initially when I first wrote them and, and, you know, with new songs that I learned, but, um, I'll, I'll never forget the first time that I was, it was, a, it was an open mic at banter and it was really loud and I had gone up and I was, I was, I think it was one of my earlier ones. I was really nervous and I started playing and everything just went quiet mm-hmm. and it was so surreal. I had never yeah. experienced anything like that. And just mm-hmm. like everyone just stopped and was like looking at me and like listening. Yeah. And it was a really important song that I was playing. So I, I I'll, I'll never for, forget that moment because it, right then and there I kind of thought like this is something that I want yeah. you know to continue on with because it it was just the coolest most undescribable feeling yeah so no that's cool yeah well and when you say uh you know that that you're you're not putting a ton of thought into it or or these kinds of things I hear from artists all the time uh, or creatives or anybody that's making something there's the times where you try and force yourself to make something yeah and then there's the times where it just comes to you and the time where you force yourself to do something, it, it might be okay but the times where it just comes to you take a step back afterward and be like yeah that was good yeah <laughs> you know? it, 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 i don't i don't know why and i i even find myself doing it today like oh, i really need to like get to writing but all, all like i said just I've played, because I've played, like, songwriting festivals and stuff, and I always, you know, decide to play the songs that I didn't put much effort into. And they always, like, I'm I'm always, like, chosen, you know? Yeah. Like, people always really like them. Yeah. And I'm like, how do I not put effort into things more often? <laughs> I'm like, where does that come? How do I do that more? Because I'm it. always overthinking it, you yeah. know, so much. And and unfortunately, I guess you can't really control when that happens or else, like, people would right. be millionaires in the, in, in the music industry. Right. So, you know, I, I'm lucky enough that I have, like, a couple – bangers yeah um but you know i'm waiting for the day that my next one's gonna come to me maybe i'll just be sitting there because one of my favorite songs to play i wrote in the shower when i was getting ready for that first lsa gig really yeah and it was Did you play it that night i played it that night and matthew skinner if you remember him he sat there holding the paper for me and i had this this like song um like lying in my head and I was in the shower when it hit me and I'm like I gotta keep saying it over and over again because I'm gonna forget this I can't forget it and I like hopped out of shower I wrote it down I recorded it like on my phone yeah and wrote it down on paper so I could bring it to the show and I said oh am I gonna play this and I played it and I was like hey Matt I was like can you hold this paper for me (laughs) just like hold it up so I can try and read it that's and I cool. played it, and it's like one of my favorite songs to play. And I, I probably wrote it in two minutes. That's cool. And I love that. 
And I wish that that happened a little bit more often. Yeah, so. I know. I know. <laughs> but, I know. But. Well, and when that inspiration strikes, like one of my most favorite stories. Did you ever meet um, – were you around when Backwater Opera was around? Mm-mm. They're the great band. They used to play here all the time, but they're they're at Berkeley now. Um, but the the main songwriter for that group, I believe, uh, his name was Robert Sherwood, and he was a uh, cashier at Walmart. And uh, all of a sudden, because that song it just hits you right, and you've got to get it down so you don't forget. And so he's got a line of people, and all of a sudden the song hits him and he's he opens up the register and starts pulling out receipt paper he's right and there's in. a line of people and he's right <laughs> yep. and now that's how i remember him telling story. he might be watching this going that's not how it went down but that's what i thought <laughs> his, story. his wife told me that's how it went down so I, I love that story and it's just it's true though sometimes those things hit you and yeah. you just you you gotta get them down on the paper um so you don't forget them right like, um caleb coonrod who we had last week he he always tells me yeah, the best way he always says it is it, it floats in, and if you don't grab it, it'll float back out. Right, and yeah. that's why I love cell phones, because yes. <laughs> I can't tell you how many um, songs I've been able to write from, like, little, like, two-line, four-line, little note yeah. memos, or things that I've hummed into my voice memos mm-hmm. that I've been able to take later when I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm in the mood to write. Let me mm-hmm. see what I kind of have, and... I even did that with a song I'm going to play tonight, you know, that I have like a two line, you know, from that gave me an entire song. Yeah. So just being able to have that portable kind of like writing at any time or ability to record something so you can't forget it. Yeah. Is 2019, man. Yeah. (laughs) Technology. Telling you. Yeah. Digging it. Millennials. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. Global networks. Flat Earth. The, the whole thing, man. The whole thing. I mean, <laughs> you heard it here first. We're synergy. Anyways. All right. <laughs> so oh. we need to hear a performance from you. Um, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna strike this uh, this interview and. Uh, get you set up and do all this so so nobody go anywhere if you're listening to denton radio we'll be right back uh if you're watching the video there'll be another video that comes up uh if you are listening to the podcast just stay right here because we're going to squish it all together um but uh stephanie i'm just going to do her thing stephanie thank you so much for coming and doing this before we wrap up this part though any uh any plugs where can people find more of your music upcoming shows all that good stuff so I have um, I have a Facebook that I keep up with, and that's kind of where I put nice. my, my, my gigs and stuff. And I don't have a website or anything because I'm technologically, you know, not very advanced. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I have – Conrad, what are you doing? You can't yeah. get for me. <laughs> Our producer off camera. You can't um, have him. <laughs> um, and then I'm on Spotify – iTunes, like anything downloadable, streaming sites Sweet. is uh, has my album, and then my music with Copper Root is also on all of those sites as well. Perfect. Um, I'm playing some Denton Arts and Jazz Fest. Are we are we gonna air before that? Uh, no, we're Dang not, it. are we? All right, well. It. Yeah, normally these are live, but this one's pre-recorded, yeah. and so we're gonna be after Arts and Jazz Fest. Sorry, everybody. Wow. But if you saw her. Thank you yeah. for coming. <laughs> I thank you now for being there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's all I got. Perfect, perfect. Well, guys, check her out. Stephanie Unch, super, 
super good music. Thank really you. excited to uh, to get to have her here playing in Denton. And uh, thank you very much for coming thank and doing for this. Having Again, me. don't go anywhere, everybody. We got a performance coming up from her. So stay right here. What's up, guys? My name is Stephanie Hunch, and this first song is called High Speed Chase.
Okay.
So this next song is off of an album I recently released uh, that you can uh, hear on Spotify, but it's called um, Miss You When You Leave.
this every time But we're past the point Finishing sentences We stay up too late Things that make sense to us Then maybe you're the note I can hold Have a white picket fence Someday grow old And now you're coming home As you please But I miss you and you Myself pulling away. I do this every time, but we're past the point. Finishing sentences, stay up too late. Do things that make sense to us. Hoping that maybe you're the note I can hold. Why pick your fence? Someday grow old. Right now, you're coming home as you please. Night come and go as you please, but I miss you when you leave. Yeah, I miss. So this next song is a cover that I like to do with my band, Copperroot, and it's called Angel of Death. It's a cover by a really great band called Honey Honey. Doors when I come knocking my 
shocked by this admittance Things are really ever what they seem I don't mean no harm by my existence Slit your tired eyes It's called 60 Second Montage. I've never played it for anybody before, so. I never thought that I would be the person that she was to me.
when you told me a feeling had gone I lost myself Put my heart back on this old shell And I do not deserve a chance to make it better But I'll fight for it every day Despite this cold weather And every time I close my eyes All that I see is a 60 second montage Of everything we used to be And what I want to give Just to take it back Fight for it every day Despite this cold weather And every time I close my eyes All that I see Is a 60 second montage Of everything we used to be Next one is the uh, fun song that I talked about that I wrote before my first gig, which I played at LSA, and I wrote it in the shower, so I call it the shower song. But it's called, Will You Come Home With Me Tonight? Got a new 
sure that she is your world But I'm trying to help you understand That I can make you a better man But hey, see if you come home with me tonight You got a genuine smile that goes a long way Take a chance with me, it'll be okay Got a really intense movie collection that'll help show you my heart's affection. Yeah, there's a million things that I'm trying to say, but I'm not even sure that you know my name. This one is one of the first songs that I ever wrote, and uh, it's full of teen angst, but I'm 25, so it's less angst. But it's my mom's favorite song. song for you after this one my God it's true I've broken way too many hearts for you not just one and more than two and you used to have me Blink of an eye, now I know what my life and I once was lost. But now I see that I'm doing better without you here. Oh, take those good looks and that charm. Get the hell out of town. I'm still picking up since the last time you came around. I can't handle one more second Wasted on you so Takes one chance Take those good looks and charm And get the hell out of town I promise never meant much It fast and now you lose and all this time seems like you was a lie I don't want this life not with you 
now you're gone And I once was us now I hear that I'm doing better Without you near Oh, take those good looks and that charm Get the hell out of town I'm still picking up since the last time you came around And I can't handle one more second Wasted on you, so just one chance And take those good looks and charm and get the hell out of town gonna play one more song. Uno mas. Uno mas. I gotta dedicate this song to my stepmom. This song is a song that I, I don't know if every songwriter has this, but it was like a fluke song. And it just kind of came out of nowhere, written really fast, and uh, is one of my favorite songs to play and people's favorite songs to hear and it's just a good old country cheating song so this song is called five feet Halfway down Georgia when I got that call from you Curious of why I had not one bag but two I was trying hard to get out that door without a clue to you Your sister said I'm crazy that I got a taste for blood Well, I'll tell you, sir, I lost my cool And I saw that picture of you, too hey, hey, Resting in mud You can tell me
as hell outside and my hair is dripping wet struggling with jelly's anger and the fear of regret well they told me Two feet from my gun I'm standing right before you And my eyes are full of green Walked up in this house And that new girl is what I see told me to put down my gun we had a common enemy and I learned that you were lying to not one girl but two getting us to fall in love and playing us for fools but I was taught to never leave you I'll get mine This boy rolled through For playing these games And the last one that I was with I'll tell you I'm insane But you're about five feet from God But only two feet from my gun Two feet from my 